where stars poke through the perforated vastness. Three days of catharsis and we're back to dragging around our country's shadow. Back from the meadow, glued to the apple, sweet juice of illuminated knowledge, leaking from the stained glass chapel, to painstake grapple to a ramshackled world, unravelling with jackals, the rammed up walls, singing out their shackles, hoping that the ramped up myths is better than their babble. Love is true, love is true, love is true. Not this hair-raised mammal, growled up hackle of a paved-up rabble. Quickly, quickly, Dr. Dabble, wish upon a mangled star to make it more manageable. Jet plane junkies, smartphone zombies, world so ugly, can't cope with it not being cuddly windscreen smudgy we splattered all the insects and had sex and drank bubbly while sweet bark conifer contour circling tap birch water is milk eyed wandering sting songs play at my ankles nettle pin i take in breath like a newborn centering flu torn through the hills like a swan song evergreen and this next one is about time, loosely. It's mostly just a rant because that's all I'm qualified to do. Rant and talk about myself. So, you know, that's all for now at least, anyway. <laughs> Maybe I'll develop. Um, it's called Time Does Her Round. An unattended celebration of the immense. Save for one. Prepare to meet themselves. Tired though I may be, Retracting is an art, as time does her rounds and makes her way through the underpass. I outstretch hands and trail behind her well-trod path, meeting those demands that make you make a second glance. Like a fragment of conversation that sounds like it relates to you, but it doesn't. And the tricks the senses play never feel like a present, and when I do catch up with her, she shows me pictures. And humors me with a narrative. Poetry. I've been doing it for yonks. It's been a ride. It's probably the most consistent creative outlet, actually, outlet full stop, I've had over the last nine years. It saved me from my late teens and guided me in my early 20s. It definitely was a labour of love. At times, probably more labour than love. But it gave me a way to transform my anger and sadness and also to share my joy. So this is my token audience interaction poem. Oh. <laughs> oh. Must be more fun. <laughs> so um, yeah, so this is it. So basically, when I say the words, um, not even any words, when I do this, I want you to shout game. All right, so we'll give it a try. So I go game. Nice. Comfortably in the showers mm. <laughs> instead of hanging my head in shame. <laughs> like, fuck, mine will never be as big as those towers. I'll never be as smooth as Austin Powers. I'll never be as sexy as Kendrick Lamar is. <laughs> I guess I'll settle for a job with better flowers. Poetry was fun and it connected me to beautiful places and beautiful people. And also it was messy. There was never anyone telling me how to do it. I was inspired by musicians and rappers that seemed like gods to me at the time. And I was dizzy off Bristol and festivals and falling in love, juggling a million low paid jobs. I think in the beginning I wrote about 
psychedelics, spirituality, calling out the madness in the modern world and anything that was a bit left field and anti-normative. I really enjoyed not fitting in and I identified with the words that I wrote and I was sort of nerdy and thought I was kind of cool and life was definitely happening at a relentless pace and I was awkwardly managing the persona of somebody trying to say something at least a little bit meaningful. We are all broken, that's how the light gets in. How can I find the words to yell? A tale that is hard to tell. And if the telling makes you partly pale, then go find the outside, the sunshine, the high tide. But if the canvas of evening is pulled taut for breathing and listening, then come closer. Pull up a chair, pour a brew like you do for no fidgeting. Take in the night air too, take off the shoe loose. Because outside there's the sunshine behind the bricks and bindings. And there's a skyline that belongs to millions. And there's a potential hiding inside of every civilian. And these are the words that coincide when I'm shivering. These are the words worth untethering for the world's 24th spin. A whole load of poems in the litter bin. So we can understand the world that we're living in. Are we all akin to pain and pleasure? Centuries of scatter lies deep in the DNA of our story matter. So I've come to flutter through the ghosts and the nutters, break bread with the shovers, the stressed out, the lonely, emerge from the covers, broken and holy. That's how the light gets in solely, through the cracks let the soul breathe, set back, set the goal, keep, prepare for the next leap, unleash. Looking back, I was a bit intense. Can any of us really appreciate just how much of a battlefield our early 20s are until we are out the other side? Especially when you're dealing with layers of complexity from childhood and an ever greater appreciation for socialising and anything countercultural. Stuff built up. You, the same as everyone, and me, different. <laughs> I'm the unseen brilliant. I'm the lost sparkling jewel. But then I've been here before. These greys, these two long rolling shades that ache my shoulders with the heaviest of weights and I just want to be the fool playing the saxophone but instead it's playing a blue-stricken who, listen, pain, riddled rhythm, wisdom, walking through a red brick hidden, head drip, chinning, curled at the back with a braid not intact, grinning, balance swirl, spinning, adjacent sides of a hole. I think at some point I just couldn't reconcile the need for self-expression with how detrimental and unstructured it was for my general life and mental health. I began to glean the stereotype of the tortured artist and I think at some point I just looked at that and I thought, is that me? Do I really want to sacrifice everything? for the ideal of art and self-expression. I think at some point I realised that 
I didn't have to be performing to have value and I didn't have to be creative to fulfill my sense of well-being. I think I began to put it into other things and try to search for something that was a bit more objective. I remember feeling like nature was a place where I could objectively see the improvement that I was having on the world and myself and my body through the care of it and myself really and like I was basically been sitting on this material for like a couple of years now a good couple of years and um, it just sort of struck me although it's been sitting there on YouTube I've never really collated it all in one place so Although it's a bit cringy, there are some moments that I'm actually quite proud of within this body of work. So I thought I'd share some of the highlights over the last nine years. Strap yourselves in and enjoy. What brings you here, I ask? I pass here often and you're always staring out. Man on your bridge. Lonely loomer in the crystal frost night. Defined silhouetted guideline to the skyline. Blip, blocker to the star-filled nightshine. You're always there. Monolithic obelisk constant fix in the changing shifts staring out to this these cars this pavement this concrete cased in mold of a home where the plants and the weeds have to fight to protrude through the road man on your bridge are you running from your too close dependents, too far descendants, aging parents, lost lovers or little ones? Do you fumble down the dark caverns for inspection, lost for a sunset affection? Do you often fall? Do you often get back up again? Does the seven billion make you feel like you don't have many friends? Are evenings alone the icing on the cake? Or is that alone lonely? Or were you the class clown entertainer? Late night escapade, wide-eyed pupil engager, a deep escaper of a dullness, finder of a truth in the early hour of rawness. Man on your bridge, did a lifetime of beating your own drum make you constantly question if you got the rhythm wrong or are you simply living out a process that we're all on? A bridge between here and there. An intoxication between recreations, an acceptance of an ever-changing. Are you preparing for a show that never gets aired? Endless rehearsals in the twilight air? Are you a pattering of chaos in this scattering of dust? Are you an assembly, a scatter or a clatter of dusk? Are you occasionally a glimmer or a slimmer of love? Are you forming or reforming, limp on the husk? Or are you like me, 
mourning, anxious, unable to comprehend this day in its vastness, stale water trickle down the parched lips, carving routines under clouds out of mounds of eternity. And are you more of a cat person or more of a dog person? Did you find that that life worsened and worsened or did you find that thing you were looking for or did that very same thing beat you down? Oh soothsayer, ebbing tide, is there a promise unfulfilled inside? Oh soothsayer, way up high. You, red pill practitioner, you, practice makes a perfect listener, practicing your craft in a madness corner, making your mark on this marble disorder, man on your bridge, way up high. Would an answer tell me why? Yeah, poetry at that time was cold. I remember spending lots of nights walking around Bristol, like recording like poems into my phone and into my dictaphone, making notes. And once I'd formed a poem, I'd go over it over and over and over again, like commit it to memory. I guess I was hell bent on performing well, as well as writing well. As I'm recording this episode, I'm wondering why poetry, why did it come into my life? And it can't really be traced to any of my immediate family, but I just had this memory that my grandma wrote poetry and she was troubled in lots of ways. She was an orphan and I don't think she fitted in into society. She would often go off on adventures and I didn't have much of a relationship with her. When I did chat to her on the phone, sometimes she would be drunk, but she would always tell me how special my gifts were. And she was she was quite keen, I think, to hear some of my poems. I'm not sure I ever got the chance to share any before she passed away, um, but it's quite striking how the similarities in her and me and how maybe some way it, poetry had skipped a generation and found its way into my life. This next one is called The Fool and it was inspired by tarot, a tarot reading uh, that my mum gave me um, where I learned about the concept of the fool and just how unknown and vulnerable the fool is before he steps out off the cliff but how steadfast and sure of himself in his unknown vulnerability. Uh, all that lies before him is unknown, all the challenges and all the joys. Uh, so it has a fondness in my heart for that memory. A stick, bag, bells on a hat. Call me the fool for leaving all of that. Mountains snow-capped where spirits were an ocean lapped. On peaks souls splashed and sat. The rock 
stained, changed and framed for stars, suns and moons to clap. Deeper down the woodland track was a story waiting, one most apt, of beast, myth, mirth and absurd, one the loud folk scarcely heard. Its quiet recounting requires a peaceful word, a mind not trapped and wrapped, the past and future gently blur, when by this fire stroked then purred. Thrust, blurting, screaming and exerting, we pop into existence. The big pop, the tiny bang, the wet flop, on the rock again. But I've been here before. This cliff, this boat, this beach, this shore. I'm sure I was dropped from the ethereal with nothing but this foolish jester green outfit to scribble my lessons on the core or entertain Hamlet. We'll make the action not so dimly lit. The main part see my jokes, but not my wit. A commonplace commoner getting away with murder. Folklores and fiddles I'll pretense whilst really knowing the play's riddles. I never have much suspense. Though loyal, I'll call balderdash and redirect or dissect a bad plan in a flash. Pass through the play's action, unaffected by the follies of affection. Mingling, juggling and singing, I'll say it how it is and crack a joke where I see fit. The centre of your tarot spread. I, a white rose petal in bed, clutched in the hand of this card, about to fall from those mountains I'll spend my entire life trying to get back to. Innocence, a pathway through the arcana, a new card turned over, encountering the drama with an image always of where we've been and where we'll eventually end up. But I don't know what to say on this long day, conclave, shaping of clay, a strange partners passing under the subway, homeless, empty plates, tectonics, roller skates, businessmen and women with a headstrong vision, fretting colourful city, my that barista's pretty, ringtone ditty, lost soothsayers and shamans in the Everglades, stomping around in this complex convex, no radio, I never got it in my fishnets, human behaviour, what's next? Lost creatures in the convoy of cues, 21st century development blues seeps into these sentient sedentary shoes. And I'm just trying to play the fool here with philosophy and spiritual practices to fuse. And I've been here before. Pensive attack. Defensive, hunchback, rumble through, just me in my bad mood, solitude and hours of inward chewed on personal views, like I understand everything. The space-time continuum, Buddhist listening, titanium that shoots off to go find aliens, the psychological defect that makes you the same as everyone, and me different. <laughs> I'm the unseen brilliant. <laughs> I'm the lost sparkling jewel. But then I've been here before. These greys, 
these two long rolling shades that ache my shoulders with the heaviest of weights and I just want to be the fool playing the saxophone but instead it's playing a blues-stricken who, listen, pain, riddle, rhythm, wisdom, walking through a red brick, hidden, head drip, chinning, curled at the back with a brain not intact, grinning, balance swirls, spinning, adjacent sides of a hole, missing, sinking, antique aquatics, chiseling fanatics, chip, chip, bit by bit, oneness in a wonderful dual bliss, just please, give me a kiss. Be our tool as the world rumbles. Or perhaps a breakbeat breakfast, gobbling down foolishness, sugar puffs with extra bits, contact, unclench my fist. But no, I'm the protagonist. I'm the main part. I have somewhere to be. I have something to do. I have something to see. Well then, flee, flee, flee to the stick bag, bells on a hat, mountain snow-capped. But I'm the protagonist! I'm the main part. I have somewhere to be. I have something to do. I have something to see. Is that your way to play the part? Or would you rather play the fool? played around with that classic spoken word vibe for a while um and i find this poem a bit cringy but i guess it was one of the ones that told a story and i put a lot of effort into it at the time um yeah <laughs> don't know what else to say it's called broken down trainers she was broken down trainers. Curly matted hair been vacant for ages. Her clothes weren't stainless. She was ashamed less when she was drunk, when she was numb, when she was young. But these days, she's done with growing. Stationary, solid, solitary, resistant, the suffering of the world persistent to come in. She's wearing thin under layers of obesity, rotting smiles, grey in a colourful city, day, no place to go, no sanctuary. Night creates even more pictures that aren't there. Park benches, luminous trees. Church archways and the devil on his knees, praying for God for a way out. She's praying that these symbols of heaven would stay out. A new Rolex, grins so big on their faces, you can see the greed dripping off swanky cars and sex, even in her hiding places. They shared the same worlds, but were planets apart. And it had been a long time since she heard the voices part and others' voices were all monotone, heavy drone. Chuck me a bone. But then she saw him. Eyes glistening.
lakes shimmering, a smooth sand skin, a thirst-quenching smile. And his demeanour, it was as fluid and as sturdy as a sundial. And it had been a while since she watched the waves roll in like this, misery bliss, a longing, a wish. Are you going down this road? Can I follow you home? I don't think I can be alone. A woman on her own in this neighbourhood. I got attacked here once just where you're stood. Now he doesn't want to get involved, but he probably should. He takes a few steps close, near. All right, fine. Is your flat far from here? And they're off. Trotting down the street, she's a drunken mumble. She feels her heart boom and she knows he's humble. Interact, contact, pass it off as a, a drunken fumble. But this God-handed, this angel man is a friend. In a world full of strangers who cradle fixed trainers and their face blips on an off book and they mistook. Speed, repetition, convenience and fast living for success. But this man, this man is not like the rest, but he can't second guess and he can't comprehend her heart and her stress and he says, is your place around here then? I've got to go. Are you going in? Can I follow you home? I don't think I can be alone. Not tonight. I'm sorry, love. I think you misunderstood. I was just doing what anybody would and she's closed. And she's shrinking. And she's left to her own beat. Right in the familiar street. Left to wander the city alone. Her home. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. At some point, I think I realised that poetry could be about more than just sort of excavating my inner heart ache I guess and I began to write about nature the next poems signify that change where I started writing about the good things my relationships um, this one in question is about an ex-girlfriend of mine and we used to spend a lot of time walking whenever we could I was living in uh, Glasgow at the time so we would go up to the highlands and yeah, I think I began to have an appreciation for things that weren't human and I stepped outside a bit more. I think I began to loosen up. I began to thaw. I'd been frozen, I think, by my teenage years and my early 20s and the things that I had felt. I think by the time I got to 22, things were starting to shift. I was placing my worth in friends and the things that I was grateful for still being alive for.
It was only an hour on the train. But already the land was positioned with wide open arms at their arrival. As each footstep takes them further away from the cityscape, breath is able to move in a different way. A canyon lies before them, littered with pines, paths, and all the freedom of an early morning start. They head for the tallest of the hills to climb, and they soon reach the first sure sign of altitude as they break through the trees and leave lower patches of vegetation behind them. Gorse bushes smelling of coconut, bracken turning to copper, slabs of pale granite covered in moss. Each hour spent out here, another wonder is revealed to them. This time, they marvel at how complex the lines that carry water running down each hill are. Deep carvings in these giants that hold more weight, and yet are lighter than they'll ever be. They puncture lucidity with each meter climbed. They are small but they know their size in the hills. They know what they are walking away from, they know what they are walking towards, and most importantly, they know what they are doing here, now. The clouds lap the sides of higher hills, merging with snow and light. They reach the summit. They look back over the canyon they walked earlier that day. The sun sets, and they don't want to return to the city tomorrow, because here is enough. But before all that, he is in the unfamiliar, stranger in the city centre. Sharpening his pencil, he prepares the only instrumental he could get his head around. The only thing that seems to drown the sound, view blocked by the cine world, and visual displays of Tarantino cinematic innards swirl. The only sign of nature is the birds in their beastly hall, the ever-present screeching of a creature in our man-made world. The only documenting worth repeating is the venting vex inside the cyber pearl, decide the side that fits the bill amongst the people that you populate. The city said, slip between the other's means of cracking your saturate. Demonstrate, you know who ate the fruit inside the garden's gates and penetrate the posits, pointing out the part you played. The city said, keep coercing the mermaids maids with the marble shades and getaways. The murky skies light up tonight with all the planes caked in kerosene. The careless dream of wanting something more than evergreen like forever gleam in a plastic world, a line of frantic sit branded by an electric fire sub below standard sit brandish standoffish sandpits of established bland bits and fights. The vices they pander, propaganda in these stanzas so he can paint the picture how he felt on the inside. Pathetic fallacy gets boring all year round. Try aligning in the sideways rain. 
He is lighted by the shitty chains, masquerading as a citizen in silent ways. The street names are a squint to pronounce. Everybody's worrying what's in theirs or if they can account for the substance and the stuff that they are allowed. A sellable amount of big issue is a regular count. Paramount banal to the beeps check out. Escape from it all by the river's rub. Visceral reminders of home's river hug Then, times of loose tension Now, to breathe short sentence The long nights beckon To club thump stepping and sleep-filled frettings On eight floors with windows that are glued shut For extra sweating Extra seconds for the insolent Subordinate, ill at ease fortunate Forever question the century that you sit Writing one side of a traffic cone Writhing, despising the moans, the culture's curtains are closed, the culture's curtains are closed, the drains are surging and bursting at the seams, the stories urging for release, but try aligning in the sideways rain, we are lighted by shitty chains, try aligning in the sideways rain, we are lighted by shitty chains. The best suited, non-toxic, non-fakery, is felt on a hilltop, blatantly. The directive to get down is only worth listening to if it comes from the rain on the ground. And it all makes sense. None of the tents since the hills fade the city's high fence. And they're not worrying about a pound or a pence. Karma murmurs in the half-light panorama Dharma of a star night terra firma Their two shadows stretched over the canyon Last splash of sun scorches its dominion Giving death to a day, releasing night's prison Simmering states of their inner children Allowed here loud and clear and the whole freaking lake is lapping at the lushness Lomond in full bloom caught the beauty that eye captures fool's muse for the two atop of its pinnacles and raptures and all the shit that they want to get done doesn't matter because it's all here and it's all now and this is better. He's discovering a desire for a calm after the bridges he's burned and the love in the ashes he's learned. Experience has been a great teacher, but too much too often creates a mind that can't stop wondering. He's seen it in his elders. He's seen it in the lines of the worn out features. He's seen it in his teachers and he's breathed it in the rebel belly of the clenched fist fevers. It's tiresomely trod, the path he's young enough to put off. She's discovering a desire for a looseness she deserves after the times she's worked. It's hard to keep ambition's grip on a world that gives grief and little give, but she does it so well. 
She's lived her life and aligned it to a balanced tip. Laughter's been a great cure for the down times and doubts she's lit. And she's seen it in the takers. She's seen it in the make-believers. She's seen it in the way that people compete for a piece of the freedom and leave the rest wasted by the legions. She's breathed it in the minutiae of the country's group eye. And she's learned it far and wide. But out here, out here, they see clouds, docile patterns for the moving ground. Out here, they feel proud to have lived this long. They can see where the sun started from, traced its journey from the bottom of the valley to the top of the summit. They see a completeness with no value placed upon it. It is what it is. Seven billion people alive on this rock, on this planet in the story. Two, atop of a protruding outpost, not feeling so alone. I kind of settled down quite swiftly after that and I think because I'd spoken so many words about the world and the way it was and how I felt about it I could no longer just go on speaking words I think after a certain point it became all a bit meaningless and making art became meaningless talking about what was wrong with the world became meaningless I think only through activism and learning could I feel like any of what I was speaking about was really worth it, really meaningful. I was always aware that I was pretty intense <laughs> and like I am a pretty intense person um, and, and I guess poetry has been that space where that is allowed um, but there's also, there was also just so many other sides that weren't as intense, that were more gentle, that needed like more quiet. The sea channels itself between two land masses. Clouds hover over them like gifts but not on the stretch of sea. On this side, fortunate wiggle-ragged trees spy the scene. On the other side, fortunate white cliffs cascade theirs. Andy, Megha, Dan, Matt, Ellie, Mum, Dad, Joe and B are some of the words carved on a bench. Keep looking beyond your horizons, always close by, till we are together once more, are the rest of the words. On this kind of summer's day, there is nothing that suggests an end. I think now poetry has a slightly different function for me. Observation of everyday life is of interest. 
of the way someone is chatting on the phone in a foreign language, of the way the waves look, of my dreams, or the way a beautiful person sidesteps into my life unexpectedly. These all motivate me now, in a way I wasn't as sensitive to when I was younger. Writing poetry doesn't always make me feel in control. In fact, if it's good poetry, it almost never does. Knowing what my poet self is going to do next is tough. They seem slippery. Coming into a healthy relationship with my creativity, whereby I don't scorn it too harshly for performing in ways that aren't suitable to the tyrannical director that is in my mind, is now paramount. I'm learning to treat it with an intrigue rather than a judgement. I think it's fair to say poetry entered my life when I was disillusioned with the world. It provided a space in a world lacking in rawness and truth when I needed it most. If you feel like you or someone you know needs to express something or just call out the everyday absurdities and joys of the world, Spoken word, and I think particularly spoken word, due to its accessibility and freeform nature, may be an avenue to explore. Or a tool in your kit to help clean up the odd, beautifully unexamined cobwebs in your mind. The thing about poets is that they are everywhere. There are spoken word nights, poetry nights, or writing workshops all over the place. You don't need to live in London or a trendy city. You don't need to rhyme or sound like K-Tempest. You don't even need to be good, whatever that means. You don't necessarily even need to perform. You can just turn up, sit in the back of a poetry night with a Bengal Spice or a Carlsberg by your side, and just listen to other people's story for a bit. These nights happen in little pubs, libraries, theatres, workshop spaces, cafes, you name it. They happen in unlikely places, they happen as part of subcultures and festivals, they often include musicians and they are nearly always free. So, if you're interested in taking the plunge or tentatively starting your journey into spoken word, then I can assure you it's a worthwhile and rich journey. It certainly won't resemble mine, but it will be unique and totally yours. And that's kind of the point of it. We have been doing like five weeks of creative writing workshops. Um, it's been super nice to be in a space with other poets, having a pint, chatting about what makes good poetry, doing writing exercises. Um, so I'd highly recommend Chris White's workshops. Um, this has been a theme I've been developing over the last, I don't know, six months maybe. I've basically been taking trips out onto the Plymouth Hoe and explore, exploring it from different perspectives. Um, basically just asking myself the question, what do I see? And what do I feel? So this does discuss themes of colonialism. So if for whatever reason you might be sensitive to that, then I would recommend either turning the radio off for this section um, or just checking in with yourself and seeing how you're doing. Um, this poem in particular uh, is about the Sir Francis Drake statue that sits on the hoe. So this one is called Monuments. Monuments. 
Drake's dressed in drag and they're ready to explode. They've got a pink tutu on and a bottle of Chardonnay for the road. Once a straight up bloke, but now the vision's toppled into the coast. Still as statues, the earth's a place underfoot. And all around the mermaids are weighing up the grams, holding up the globe so Drake can set them free. But girls don't like girls where they're from. So it's back to the nights where solace is just a word. And underneath the stars, the country's slightly blurred. The place stinks of piss. The boys have all gone wrong. And monuments of this get erected for no one. And monuments of this get erected for dysfunction. And monuments of this get erected for London. Correction, monuments of this get erected for the suits in Westminster. Monuments of this get erected for no one. So there we have it. Much of my poetry to date and a little sneak preview of some new stuff. If you liked what you heard today, then check out the episode Certain and follow us on Spotify, give us a message on Instagram, I'd love to hear from you and stay tuned for more poetry coming your way. Lots of love. I see the world as art and I can't help it. Two islands of blue pierced with truth. The death of the author, the birth of the proof. The soul's bigger than the signpost rules. The soul's something and it has a well put together container that is able to speak its needs and also move beyond them. You move me to action. You relocate what happened. The past's a liquid thing. This lifetime's able to start listening. These ears are actively drinking your words and inhaling the silence that hugs us. Our brightness is bursting, our beigeness is buggered off. You're a proper person and your hugs are like magic working. <laughs>